1: Good evening, Trippers. It's Thiago's father here from the Red Sea podcast with your live match reaction. What have we just witnessed? Could this result come back and bite us in the rear end come the end of the season? A 3-3 draw with Brentford um, at their home ground. The game looked like it was much, much in doubt earlier on in the the first half where we failed to capitalise on some crucial chances and Brentford played their way back into the game. We looked as though we put the game to bed. But Brentford came back again and they kept on knocking and knocking the door until they got their just deserves and walked out of there with their heads held high and a three all draw. But we're live here. The Red Sea podcast for your match reaction show. Keep it Red Sea pod. Keep it LFC daytroopers. Let's go. Guys, we're back and we're live for another match reaction show, courtesy of the LFC Day Trippers. And today, I am joined by one of the members of my team at the Red Sea Podcast. Unfortunately, uh, SS has got some other duties he's attending to, but it gives me great pleasure to welcome Courtney B. Hi.
0: to
1: full time via the LFC Day Trippers. How you doing, Courtney? You good?
0: Not great after that performance. Not gonna, not gonna lie. Do you know what? It makes me hate that yellow kit even more than what I already did at the start. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good luck anymore, yellow. It's not good look. Look,
1: look, look, the yellow kit is is on. I wore it because we're wearing yellow today. It's not that bad. I, I like it. It's growing on me. My um, my eldest son did come in and say, "Dad, you look like you're going to do a shift at Macca's. Um, but never mind. We move. We move. But let's. Let's get into it. Let's, let's actually get into it. And, and, well, do you know what? Before we do, shout out to you guys in the comments as well. It's good to see you guys joining us again on the LFC Daytrips for your Red Sea full-time. This comment here sums it up for me. What a game. What a game. Another comment that sums it up for me as well. Game for the neutral, but again, a game that may cost us uh, the lead come May. Yeah. Another great comment here as well. Based off that, if any teams want to beat us, all they have to do is play it long, and play three at the back. Another one here, man. I'm fuming, guys. I can't believe it. That it just seems that it's a it's it's a it's a classic throwback Liverpool performance. But but this is the comment that that does it for me. That was a painful watch. We were horrible in both boxes. So where to start because i i'm i'm not often um, i'm lost for words but that game leaves me with very little to say um because it's 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 frustrating it's just frustrating we, we we're an opportunity to capitalize on the rest of the league we see chelsea lose today we see we see united lose today a good opportunity for us to put a little bit of daylight between us and the chasing pack but come Monday, Brighton could top the table. How crazy is that? Come Monday, Brighton could top the table. Now, there's a long way to go, Courtney, but just give me your opening views on how on how we played how how did we get to the point where we've just gone down three, three and it feels you know what it feels like a defeat. It feels like a defeat. How have we got to the point where we've walked out of there? Three three with with Brentford.
0: I mean, it's it's majorly disappointing. It does feel like a defeat. It's awful. Um, it's just so frustrating to watch it as well. I think we are lacking in that final third, putting our chances away. Like Salah's miss, fair enough, Jota with Raya, like that was a good save. Um Ayer when he kicked it off the line. So it is frustrating to watch, and then it's it's also the defense. We just seemed all over the shop. We just we just didn't seem like we were bothered. It just seemed a bit like, oh, this is going to be a bit of a breeze. I don't think they really understood how well their two centre forwards link up play, how they draw the centre arms apart. I just I just feel like we weren't prepared going in, and the amount of times that's three v one at the back post was ridiculous. It's, it's just people not picking up their men and just letting the, the runners go through. And it, just, it was just so frustrating to watch. And I'm really pissed off.
1: <laughs> oh, do you know what? I don't disagree with anything you said. Before we went on air, I spoke of um, a lack of respect for the opponent. And that frustrates me. You can, no, no team in the Premier League can be underestimated because they're in the Premier League for a reason. You don't, you, don't, you don't rock up to a newly promoted team and the first time you're playing them and show them lack of respect because you don't know what they're going to bring. And I feel that's what happened today. We didn't give Brentford their respect. And what they did was they played their game. They played their game. Ultimately, every time we got possession, they looked to get amongst us. They looked to rough us up. They looked to knock us out of our stride and our rhythm. And I don't feel we were able to get any rhythm in the game. The short spell that we did have some rhythm, we scored, and then Brentford responded and knocked us out of our rhythm again. but it was definitely a game for the neutral back and forth throughout the whole entire game, which was fantastic. So let's dissect the goals. so, so let's so let's talk about let's talk about the the first goal. So Courtney, what was your what was your thoughts?
0: I mean, it was a training ground goal, like they said. Um, it's the fact that it went past about five players. And I don't think Fab seen him at the back. I don't think he's seen him behind him. So it's, it's one of them where it, it shouldn't have even got to the back post. It should, it should have been cut out way before then. It went yep. through about five players and they all just watched it go past, tapped it in at the back post. Yep. So it's just, it's just a bit of a scabby goal.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. There was a lot of there was a lot of ball watching going on, yeah. um, and ball watching. Is something we talked to about, talk to kids about. Stop ball watching. It's that common phrase, um, on 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 the grassroots football pitch. Why are you ball watching? But if that was not an example of ball watching, then I don't know what was. And I also feel Fabinho was was napping as well. He he didn't know the runner was coming in. Yeah, you didn't know the runner was coming in until it was too late. And you can see by the look on his face when the ball goes in, <laughs> he's gone, oh, crap, how, how's that happened? But we know how it's happened, mate. You switched off. We know exactly how it's happened. You switched off. And those moments of switching off in big games in the Premier League, teams will punish you for it. Again, I refer back to a lack of respect. You cannot switch off against any opponent in the Premier League. And that, to me, shows lack of respect um, for your opponent. You need to be at it for 90 minutes. Now, I'm not saying that was the case for all of the team, but I do agree there were um, there were catalysts in there that that caused it to happen. So we've just analysed the Brentford goal, lack of composure from the defence, um, feel like we switched off, feel like we're not giving the the the, the opponent any respect. Let's talk about our equalizer. What's your thoughts?
0: chapter it's like it's like you said last night, he just gets up like a salmon. <laughs> he's I don't know how he does it, like he's what five foot ten and the yeah. like six foot on, and you just think, how how's he winning that in the air? Like yeah. it was a great cross from Hendo, mm-hmm. um beautiful goal. And It's very much what we we see from Jota when he does. He scores a lot of quite a lot of headers, so yeah. it was no surprise. It was just annoying that we was already on the back foot when we scored it.
1: I agree. Um, it was a great response, emphatic response. Yeah. Um, last night on the Red Sea podcast, I called it. I said, Jota, we if we if we look to hit them with crosses, Jota will pop up and get headers. And lo and behold, he pops up and he scores with a header. Fantastic movement from Jota as well. And people talk about how he gets up and and wins headers. It's all about timing. Heading a ball from a cross is about timing. You can have you can have the highest jump in the world. It doesn't mean that you're gonna you're gonna hit the target. It's all about your rhythm and your timing to arrive at the right place at the right time to meet the ball. And Jota does it every time. I mean, I know this is a Liverpool show, but he's got probably one of the best headers in the ball to learn from in terms of Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, in terms of fellow countrymen, his timing on headers is absolutely sensational. We have to give him his flowers. And Jota's obviously taken a few little lessons on on how to head a ball, um, and it and it's paying off. So we marched on from that second goal, and I feel like we were very much in the ascendancy during during that period in the game where where Liverpool had some good spells of possession. Uh, we looked we looked to control um, the game. And actually, really started to assert ourselves. And at that point, I really, really thought it was happening. I thought, do you know what, we'll give him that one, scrappy. Yeah, we switched off, but we looked like we've clicked into place. Courtney, what happened next?
0: Well, the thing is, though, we had that, we had that chance in between um, with the um, John's shot, where yeah. John took that chance, and
1: it was a great save. But he's got to do but- better there, no? He's got to do like respectfully. <laughs> I feel like
0: yeah. I know what you mean. You'd think that you have a mu enough power behind it where that, that one that one arm, but you don't know exactly how it's hit it. And it is it is Actually, one of them when I first seen it, I was like, Is he taking the piss? Like yeah, after yeah. the sitter the other night as well, yeah. I was like, how how is he not finishing that? You're yeah. literally in, stood in front of goal. To me, it's yeah. basically an open net. Yeah. But God. I just it, I look well, at it, it subjectively. A good, a good save.
1: I, I gotta look at it subjectively. Raya's done well. Flowers to Raya. Fantastic save. Superb save. But in those positions, you've got to be breaking the keeper's heart. Like I talk I talked to my boy about it. He's a goalkeeper, plays academy football. And I always turn and say to my son, yeah, at the end of the day, in those positions. The striker's looking to ram a ball down your throat. You've got, you've got to ram that ball down the goalkeeper's throat. You've got to make it so it's so it's virtually impossible. It's impossible for him to get there. So I, I just feel with the with the with the range on it and where he is, he's got to do slightly better there. But again, that's not taken away from a fantastic save from David Raya. It, it's sensational he's got he's got up and again we talk about getting up quickly reacting quickly the goalkeeper's reactions are absolutely phenomenal because it's it's an instinctive save he's just yeah. thrown himself at the ball and he's got some, he's got anything on it because if you look it's the it's the it's the almost the wrong hand that that gets the ball which causes the um the the deflection so credit where credit's due massive kudos to Rea. but i feel that that for me that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. But we march on. We march on. So following that, as I said, we look like we're still in the ascendancy and then boom, what happens next?
0: That fab ball over to Salah. It's, just, it's over from there, isn't it? You know he's, he's going he's to finish that every day. It's just beautiful.
1: Mate, the The, the way I celebrated that goal was, was mental. It was absolutely mental. No, no. He's the run, the timing of the run is absolutely fantastic. He's played on the last shoulder of the man and he's made the movement in behind. And mwah,
0: well, Salah finish. was looking for that ball all game. All he
1: was game. Waiting,
0: he was waiting for that ball and it was just all timed game. so perfectly. Yeah. It
1: dropped
0: so well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He slipped it He slipped it past the keeper and left him with no chance. And this is what I'm talking about. That clinical finishing, breaking the goalkeeper's heart because the keeper's come rushing out. Mo could have panicked. And I feel that might have been reflective in Jota's finish. I think he's panicked. Whereas Mr. Ice Cold has just gone, yeah, no problem. You can come rushing out if you want, man. I'm slipping it down the side of you. Good luck simple as that uh, and and that's what you get from a world from a player from a player at the moment who is in scintillating form he is world class absolutely fantastic with everything he does everything he touches at the moment is turning to gold Are one, we'll talk, uh, yeah, that that
0: we'll one. Talk about
1: that in a minute.
0: Like that was a bit too cocky, and it we'll just didn't about
1: fail. We'll talk about that one in a minute. Yeah. So, following on from that, from that great goal, VAR check from Mo Salah. Um, there's that little heart palpitation where you're thinking, no, it's going yeah. to get ruled offside, but VAR comes up, trumps, and we get the goal, and we go marching on. Talk to me about what happens next.
0: Then we conceded again. <laughs> literally the whole game um, that was 3v1 at the back post coming in shabby goal um, then obviously it was Van Dijk and Fab they're both there trying to head it and head it and it just neither of them got it and put it back at net just sloppy sloppy defending
1: the goal line the goal line attempted clearance from Trent shows real desire so I have to, I have to give credit for Trent to show desire to try and get that goal, try and get that ball, dig it out to try and get it off the goal line. But it just, it just seems again, like it's almost like we take the lead and we think, yeah, do you know what? We peg them back and we think, yeah, do you know what? We've we've got it. We've got it sorted. We're in here. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to continue to, we're going to continue to be successful. We're going to continue to grow through the game. But Brentford had other plans. They, 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 Play. They matched us, and Ivan Tony was fantastic. Yeah. He played cool. off Matip the whole game, and and not many, not many strikers so far this season. I know the season's in its infancy, but not many strikers so far this season have got any change out of Joel Matip. But Ivan Tony had success. The flick-ons, the 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 body to body contact with him, almost bullying Joel Matip, letting Matip know that. You're not gonna. You're not gonna take advantage. Like I'm gonna. I'm here. I'm gonna put pressure on you. I'm gonna continue to play. I'm gonna continue to play hard. I'm gonna continue to push you. I'm gonna continue to to give you a horrid time. I mean, talk to me what your thoughts are about Ivan Tony because he is a Liverpool fan. Um, a good friend of mine is good friends with him, and he said before the game he's going to give us smoke, and I feel like that's what he's done. Like he's he's yeah. come and he's given us smoke. So. Yeah. Right. What What's your thoughts on his performance?
0: Yeah. Well, I said like last night that it, they were going to go for it, and that the way he plays, that he's he's hard to defend. That's why I thought he would play Van Dijk and Matip at the backs. I thought the knowledge, the football knowledge that we've got there, because he does try and drag the centre halves apart and try and make space between them. And that's what he did. He did. He did. He he hung on his shoulder. The link-up play as well, and it's not only that. He he gets back as well. He does. He he works hard. He has got a good a good work rate. Um, and yeah, just, I'm not happy. He played well, <laughs> but it's it's one of them that you've got to give him credit where credit's due. Um, he had a Definitely. good game. He is a good player. He's good in the air as well. He's strong. Definitely. Definitely, He is he's an all round great player, and there's no no wonder why he scored. What was it, thirty three goals in the championship? Like, yeah. It's not surprising yeah. to see you can you can tell he is a class player. Yeah, um, but I don't know if he'll be at Brentford next season.
1: All right, so 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 devil's advocate here. In the summer, are you taking are you taking Tony and selling Origi?
0: I would, I would, I would, uh, like, I love, I love Ariga. Like, I love him. Like, he's a legend. He's a Liverpool legend now. Yeah, steady on. He's steady got on. a place, a place in my heart as Arigia. Only in yours. But, I would, I would, I would take him.
1: I'd sell Ariga
0: for him. I would do yeah. that. Because, you'd get more out of him. Than what you would guys have to in do. the comments,
1: guys in the comments, throw your comments in there. Would you swap Ivan Tony for Divock Arigia? as it stands because Ivan Tony has looked impressive. Um, he he did he did go into that physical battle um to today with with um with um with Matip. Great comment here as well from Paul Smith. Matip almost always struggles uh with physical opposing strikers. Um he seemed to do all right with Lukaku. Yeah. Lukaku didn't get no change out of him and that and that was fantastic from Matip. I just feel today that Ivan Tony had his cards marked. Um to, to to be fair. Um comment here as well. Should Milner have come on to shore up the midfield and help Trent um instead of Firmino. I think at that point we're trying to put some daylight between us and them and actually get the get the game um put to bed, um, to be honest. But good good take from you there. Um I do agree in those situations you could have looked to have put Milner on to shore it up, but I feel that Klopp was looking at it going, do know, there's another goal in this and I want it to be ours. Once you put Millie on, kinda of does slow the pace of the game down in some ways and and the tempo of the game needed to be high for us to go and get out of an equaliser um but maybe you did want to maybe you do want to take this thing out of the game at that point so you make a fantastic point there jason you really really do um kind of agreeing with you facts jason yeah like i said great take from you um good shout on that as well um i think bobby sub was planned from the start to give him minutes Decent shout from you as well, JD. Yep, you you could think that that was a pre-planned substitute uh, substitution in order to give Bobby minutes maybe ahead of Porto just to get him warmed up. Um, because even though um, Curtis Jones fired back with an absolute screamer, fire, an absolute screamer. I don't care what anyone says, it was going on target regardless. That was going in. The keeper, the keeper would have had. A tough time keeping that two goalkeepers and keeping that out. I just think the deflection may have even taken a bit of pace off the ball because he hit that like a rifle. Sensational, sensational strike from Curtis Jones. And you know what? A player which I've been very critical of. So I'm happy to to come on come on here, come live, and eat a bit of humble pie. He impressed me today because Mm -hmm. he did the basics. He moved the ball. He looked to get in between the lines. He looked to play in the hole. He looked to be the link between defence and attack. He he wanted the ball. He wanted possession. He looked to punch the ball forward quickly. I enjoyed watching Curtis Jones today. It was an accomplished performance, and then to top it off with a goal just before he gets substituted. Do you know what?
0: I think he had a great game. I thought he played so well. He was cutting out so many balls. He just he was just he just looked tenacious. He just looked tenacious today when he was playing. And he just seems to play with so much confidence as well. Like the shot that he had in the first half as well with Jot and Miss. Like fair play to him. Not not many people would take the chance. And while he's twenty years old as well, you've you've got to give him credit for that. I I thought he had a great game. I thought, well, this is well, this is off. just this,
1: Courtney. We we spoke about this on on the Red Sea podcast um, yesterday about players taking their chance. Now let let's look at this. Very unfortunate what's happened with Harvey Elliott. Tiago's out injured again as well. Um and we're looking at that midfield and we're looking at the depth and the quality. Nabi Kater's kicked a blade of grass and he's out injured again as well. So this is now time for Curtis Jones to start knocking that door and staking a claim to say, do you know what? I may not be the first name on the team sheet, but when I when you do play me, you can rely on me. And then what that starts to do is increase the confidence and the backing from the manager so i i have to say today he's coming he's take he's taking his chance does he stake a claim to play against porto uh in midweek i think he does um i think he'd be very unlucky to miss out against porto um you know not not because we've got limited options at the moment with the, with the injuries that we've got but solely because he's played well so give the give the lad a chance let him keep playing if he continues to do the basics Right. And that's all I want from him is that midfield, that conductor, to go in there, receive the ball and look to play quickly or look to shield and protect the ball when needed. And that's what he'd done today and capped it off with an absolute banger of a goal.
0: Honestly, I was I was up. I was I was up when that went
1: in. <laughs> yeah, I, I jumped out of my seat, yeah. man, i tell
0: you that. Honestly. And then as soon as I realised it was him as well, I was just like, I feel like it's what he needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can tell when he went off, that smile on it, that smile, that little glint in yeah. his eye to say. And that's why my tweet, that's why the tweet was from the Red Sea podcast, Curtis Jones has announced himself. Because yeah. you can see that little glint in his eye, that little bit to turn around and say, here I am, let's go. And that, and that, and that to me is, um, is all you want from a young player to come yeah. in and actually produce. And he's done that. He's done that today. He's done that today.
0: Confidence is just such a big thing as well, especially for any player. Not even just the young ones. but any player, when when you have a few games and you're not you're not scoring and mm-hmm. you're, you're not getting as much of the ball, it, it takes its down to it. Like look at last season, like Firmino, you know, he got a lot of shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I agree. you see it when he was playing; he just wasn't the same same person.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, think- so this is an opportunity, obviously, for Curtis James to take confidence and move forward with his Liverpool career, and hopefully, we're not having to ask questions like we did yesterday, Courtney, or like, um, or like SS posed. Uh, oh. So, guys, um, if you want to, head over to the Red Sea podcast at some times. Give it some time. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Uh, we posed a question yesterday, which put Courtney on the spot. So, if you want to see that, head over mm-hmm. and see last night's show, which is the Fab Four preview for Brentford. Uh, we're on the way to four hundred subscribers on the Red Sea podcast. So please head over, give us a like, give us a sub and obviously take, check out some of our content, but let, let's jog it on a little bit as we, as we start to close out the show. So Curtis Jones has pegged them back again. What happens after that?
0: Then we've got this, the Salamis, which honestly, cool. if, if you'd have bagged that, I think would we, we would have won the game. I don't think we'd have conceded after that. I feel like it would have been a done deal. And I feel
1: like it would have been a very different game for the rest of the game. Uh, I agree with you. Um, that that was a, that was a real. We t- we talk about the Jota shot, saying mm. it's a missed opportunity, but that was a real missed opportunity
0: yeah.
1: um, for us to peg Brentford back and really just put the icing on the top of the cake with that with that with that finish. I mean, do you think he's overcomplicated it?
0: I think so. he, I just—it's one of them. Nine, nine times out of ten, he's got that. It's—it's it's an easy finish for him, and just for for some reason today, it just didn't didn't pay off. And he just—he he looked almost too calm. Mm. Like he looked a little bit like he was trying to take the piss a little bit, trying to be a bit cocky with it. Like, and that annoyed me a bit because I just thought. You can't be coming in like that and not finishing those chances. Like so, I love Salah, like our best goal scorer, but he should be putting that away. That should have been so, done
1: and dusted. So so again, so again, does this did this lead to what I was saying in terms of maybe a lack of respect yeah. from from us towards the opponent? This is a great comment. <laughs> he should have just rifled that in. Mm-hmm. Does does that does that indicate a slight Complacency, a slight nonchalant attitude towards Brentford, and they've they've come back and they've punished us. Yeah, they've punished us. So again, let let's talk let's talk about the Brentford equaliser.
0: At the eighty first minute, honestly, is when it's a late one as well. It's just it always hurts that much more.
1: Um, so, the, so the substitute comes on and almost with his first involvement, he's he's nipped it in. And it was just it was scrappy. It was scrappy. Oh, scrappy. It was it was it was all over the place in the box. Defenders throwing themselves at it. I can't turn and say there was lack of desire. There was desire there. But the striker for Brentford's the coolest man in the fucking building. All, all he's done is he he he's done he's done what Salah should have done. He's the coolest man in the building. Ice running through his veins and all he's done is just almost lifted it over Allison. anticipated that Allison's going to come out and try and smother the ball and he's lifted it over him. It, it's, again, credit. Where credit's due, 81st minute, knowing that it's an equaliser and a leveller, he's done well. The kid's done well. So, let's play the blame game. Who is who is to blame? For that, for that, for that, for, for Brentford to have that opportunity to come in and actually score that goal. Who is to blame? I mean, comments are raging already. Allison was too slow. So let's play the blame game, guys. Who who takes responsibility for allowing him to pop up at the back post and slip that over our goalkeeper? It's,
0: it's one of them, isn't it? You don't. I get what I was saying. Allison was 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 slow. Um, I think so
1: do you think he can do better there?
0: He's one of them. I think collectively as a whole, we all let the team down, defensively as a whole. I think they all played a part. I feel like none of them was outstanding today.
1: But do you know what? In those situations... When your goalkeeper comes out and just smothers it, just shuts it down, doesn't that, doesn't that breed so much confidence into your, into your back four when you know that your goalkeeper's going to come and he's just going to take everything? He's taking the ball. He's taking the man. Fuck it. He's taking you out. He's taking everybody out. He's taking everybody out because in that situation, the only thing he's got eyes for is the ball. He, yeah. He's got all he's got eyes for is the ball. He's gonna get a protection of the referee. If he's head down, he wins the ball. Yeah. I get it it's risky, potential, potential penalty shout, but at the same time, he's coming out eyes for the ball. You want him to deal with that. You want him to give you that security, you no? Know?
0: Yeah. And I mean, it it does give, like you said, it does give the back four that security as well, knowing that he's there and that he's, he's he'll get it if he can. Launch didn't didn't come through. I think I just I just hope we don't have a repeat of this this season.
1: Me neither. I don't I don't want to see. I mean, Kate makes some good points. Kate made some good points. Um, this one here, he kind of waited for Trent to handle it. So that's that that shows an indecisiveness. Yeah, as a goalkeeper, if you've made your mind up, you've made your mind up. If you're coming, just fucking come. Do you know yeah. what I mean? If you're coming, come. Then, when you come, you take out everything. Yeah, you just yeah. you you just take the lot because you leave you leave nothing to chance. And he was indecisive. Kate again, then backs off and then decided that he wanted to come to it. So was he? Was was Allison rattled by the onslaught from Brentford? Was he rattled by that? Because normally we see Allison Becker coming out playing that sweeper keeper role. Dealing with those situations, we can name countless saves that he's made in in those in those scenarios where he's come up trumps. But today, it just looked like he was a bit unassured. What's your, what's your thoughts? It, it, was he rattled by Brentford?
0: I mean, you could say so because at the end of the day we've conceded two already. We're only one goal ahead. It's close. It's tight. You're in the last ten minutes. And you're thinking, I don't want to fuck up. Like that's probably what he's, he's probably tried to play it safe, and then it's not, it's not played well. It's one. Of, I think yeah. it's one of them where, as soon as you hesitate as a keeper, the moment's gone. It's gone. You can't. You can't then go for it because you need to. It needs to be instinct. You need to be going for it straight away. Because as soon as you have that split second of hesitation, you're on the back foot. Yeah. And you need to you need to be committed for it. If you're going for that, what you're going for it, you're getting it, and that's it. No matter like you said, no matter who's in your way, that's your ball. And as soon as you have that slight bit of hesitation, you're on the back foot then. So I agree.
1: I agree. There's a couple people in the comments here. Daddy pig, bitch, big shout out to you. Says that Trent was to blame. Got Trent and Mattip to blame here as well. Um, a couple of other people in the comments saying Trent. Um, so uh, the in the inquest will will, will um will will continue uh, clearly continue. I'm sure it will. I would I would personally hold Alison Becker culpable because that's your that's your box that that's your territory. Yeah. Again, I talked to my boy about this. When 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 someone comes in your box, they're fair game. You're a shark. This is your waters. Can't let people come into your waters and start taking the piss. And and that's what I feels happened. I'm sorry. That's what I feels happened. Is that the strikers coming? He's taking the absolute piss. So if that's me, you're coming out. You're smothering that. You're getting big. You're getting big contact on it. You're getting big contact on the ball, and making it making it more difficult for the for the striker than Alisson Becker has done. I feel he's given the striker the opportunity again just to ram a ball down his throat, but a nice finesse finish from the Brentford player. And again, credit where credit's due. It, it It is great technique from the striker to just lift it over Alison Becker. That's all he's done. Yeah,
0: that's what Sh- Salah should have
1: done. <laughs> that is what Salah should have done. Even the water's all yellow and stuff. They were yellow anyway, because we were wearing this kit, lad. But
0: That, that actually, kit is not good luck. Like I know, we said last night on a Thursday night, where it was like you never know. If they're winning yellow, it's chill. That kit's kit. not, it's not chill anymore. That so
1: are, are we? All. Are we saying that the kit is a bad omen?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I knew it as soon as I seen the full yellow ensemble. I was like, no.
1: Okay, I might, I might have to look at returning this then.
0: Yeah. Someone, someone, chill. someone,
1: get me a Kimball gun. <sighs> um. But yeah, I just, I just feel, I just feel, just in summary, because we're gonna, we're gonna look to close that there was just lack of respect from us from us as a, as a as a as a team i feel like we went into that into that game with an air of complac- complacency or arrogancy about us i mean it's good to have that 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 swagger about you you know you're you're we're liverpool football club we should have that swagger but we took brentford for granted and we thought that we were just going to go there collect three points and march straight up to liverpool I just I just feel we could have done better. I mean, Courtney, what's what's your what's your thoughts before we close?
0: Yeah, I mean, confidence, not cocky. Um, just like you said, give him the respect. I feel like we when we went into the game, we were expecting the game that we got. Um, because I, I said though last night that I thought Brentford were gonna go for it. But they're gonna they've got nothing to lose at the end of the day. They're underdogs. They're gonna they're gonna go for it, and the way I'm that it,
1: honestly,
0: yeah, and the way that Tony's been playing as well, like he, he's been on fire, like he's the link-up player. And I just think that we were prepared for that. I feel yeah. like we were messy, like the the defense was just messy. It yeah. was just shit to see because it's yeah. one of them where you literally watch it and you're like, how how has that happened? How is it pinging about yeah. the box and they just get put in at the back post? Why is someone not there? Clearing yes. it, it was just yeah. it was just a messy game to watch, and yeah. it's one of them where as soon as you see it, as soon as you see the goal, you go, "That shit defending," that's 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 your first. Look. As soon as you see it shit defending, like I agree, I agree, and we should have the chances that we had, we should have taken. If we had, it probably would have been a very different game.
1: I agree. I I don't feel that anybody today really blazes or painted themselves in blazing glory. Um, there's a lot of comments in here in, in the chat box saying that um, Jota was was OK. I think Jota was average. I think Jota was average. Um, I, I think personally, the whole team was average. I don't think that we played our game. We didn't impose ourselves on the game for long enough. And that's, that's a real worry for me. Um, again, in respect to Brentford, Brentford came and played some real, real good, good, good football. But... We just failed to capitalize. A, a great a great comment in here as well. Um, City smacked these four five, they're passing in movement. I feel you're right, Ghost. I do. I feel you're right. I feel City come here and lay down a marker and play with that, with, with that respect for the opposition, but that swagger. We didn't do that today. Brentford had us on the back foot. We look we looked rattled. Um Jota was poor apart from his goal. Do you know, I, I have to agree with you, Cade. Um, I think that Jota, Jota wasn't his best. Um, to be honest, um, he wasn't his best. Another one as well. Corners were appalling. Need to sort that out. Sometimes failing to beat the first man. You know, you, you, you that's that's basics yeah, in, in, in well. corners. I say to my ten-year-olds that I coach: if you can't beat the first man, play it short. Just retain retain possession and look to build. Don't just whip a ball into the box for no reason because you concede in possession. And I feel like we've done that on a couple of times as well. Um, Tempo, tempo, tempo. Guys in the comments saying the tempo was off. I agree. Uh, We didn't look like our usual high-intensity, high-pressing self. Um, But again, I I feel like that, that just comes down to a lack of respect for Brentford. We didn't treat them as if we would treat a Manchester City, a United, a Chelsea. Did we prepare for them in the same way that we'd prepare for any other team in the Premier League, that's a worry for me.
0: Yeah, I feel like we were just a lot more sloppy today. Even like our passing, like Robbo just going out, Mane. Like there were a few a few times where his, his passes were just getting intercepted, and it was it was just frustrating to watch because it was just so sloppy. And it's like this is not how we play. I I agree. is normally top notch, but it was just just seemed
1: so sloppy today. The link up, the link up play in the midfield, the combination play where we play those nice little combinations, and then it goes in and it gets punched into the forward. I didn't see enough of that today. Yeah. And then it looked a little bit. Do you know what? Now this this is harsh. It, it is harsh. I feel the combinations between the front three could be better. Down the right hand side, um, the we were getting a bit of joy. And even down the left as well, the link up was decent, but I feel it could be better. But I just I just can't get away from I feel like we've taken the the opposition for granted. We've 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 walked in there thinking it's gonna be a walk in the park. Yeah. That that's just how that's what I'm taking from this game. And I really feel that we're lucky to come out with a point and turn around and breathe a big sigh. Get back to the changing rooms, big sigh, and say, Right, next time we need to be better.
0: Yeah.
1: And then then go out and we march on. Next, it's City, isn't it?
0: Yeah, City at home.
1: City at home. So you're going to be there, aren't you, Court?
0: No, I'm going, I'm Old Trafford.
1: I'm going to. So you're going United? Sorry, I thought you were going City.
0: No, I couldn't get City tickets.
1: Never mind. (laughs) Again, I I just feel like now we march on. We've got plenty of time to prepare for the City game. Let's go into that game fully focused and play our best football. I think we're going to ring the changes in the week against Porto. I think we'll see players like Timikas come back in. Kanate come back in as well. I think Milner comes into that game also. Origi may get a start in there as well because I feel we're going to be back to tried, tested formation. Unfortunately, Thiago looks like he's going to be Absent until after the international break, which is going to be a real miss for the city game, also. But we 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 go into that game with hope. If we go there, if we if we turn up and we win that, we're put we right in a few wrongs. But we can't lose it. Yeah. We, just, we just cannot lose it because you know what city are like when they get on these runs. Yeah, they get on these they get on these runs where they win one, two, three, four. 5, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Before you know it, they've run 12, 13, 14 fixtures on the bounce. That's impressive. And we're not talking about just draws. We're talking about wins. We're talking about wins. Yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: They they, they put together wins. wins. Um, there's a comment in here as well. The way City play today, we have no chance. Today, City were dogged. They were dogged.
0: The thing is, but Chelsea played into it. Like, they've literally they've got ten, 10 men behind the ball. Like, they just park the bus. So as long as you've got possession, so it's just when they, they didn't go to play football, they went to try and get the cheeky one one goal and then sit back for the rest of the game and defend. That's what, City, yeah. uh, what Chelsea go to do. Yeah,
1: but that's, that's what Gordon. happens when you've got B-Tech Klopp running your team, mate. That's what happens when you've got B-Tech Klopp. <laughs> like, you you, you, you know and we talk about people talk about T- Tuchel such a master tactician I respect Thomas Tuchel you know he's a decent manager um but you know we've got the goat we've got Jurgen Klopp um mm-hmm. so guys we're just going to draw the show to a close thank you for joining us on our Red Sea full-time match reaction show talking all things Brentford Liverpool you can catch us over at the NFC you can catch us over at Red Sea full-time um, doing all your match reactions for the LFC day trippers, but you can also find us over at the Red Sea Podcast. If you haven't already, please head over, like, and subscribe. We're on the way to 400 subscribers. We'd love for you guys to be one of those where you can catch myself and Courtney along with our co-host SS and Statman Stubbs giving all of your Liverpool opinions, and we do drop some some crazy opinions on there as well. Um, I'm sure you guys want to head over and catch out last night's show because Courtney was on the spot uh, with a question that ss posed but guys i'm going to leave you now thank you for joining us it's been an absolute pleasure for us to provide your match reactions my name's been tiago's father that's courtney b courtney barker and you can see where you can find her uh on on the on the socials just there as well but as i said thank you for joining us over and out
0: sports social podcast network